I'm Gina Livy, and welcome to my podcast. That's not just about weight loss. It's about losing your weight in a way where you never have to look back. I'm going to talk in finally and forever. The podcast itself is a collection of Facebook Lives for my 91-day weight loss program that if you're following along, it's going to give you great insight and information on maximizing your efforts. We also include amazing guest interviews where we're not afraid to have real conversations and break it down. And of course, I'll be weighing in on a variety of topics. I mean, anything and everything weight loss related. The podcast itself is hosted on Acast, but it's available on all platforms like the one you're listening to right now, Spotify, Apple, and also Amazon Music. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ah. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Uh, happy Friday. If you're following along on our podcast, uh, happy day five of the program. Okay, let's get right into it today. If you got any questions, load them up. First thing I want to go over is how to find the actual lives. If you are watching from inside the group, you want to find the main page, the group page. And then what you want to do is actually quick, quick, click on photos. And if you go to photos, you're going to see the live playing right there. And then you'll be able to participate and ask any questions that you have. Now, if you do ask a question that I don't have an opportunity to answer because that happens, uh, make sure you just copy and paste it on any of our other, uh, uh, any of our other posts and the team will answer it over there. My goodness, I'm stumbling on my words today. Uh, it's been a week for sure. Uh, so much excitement. I hope that you've had an amazing week. We are just getting started around here. Um, I do also remind you, want to remind you if you're listening over on our podcast that not only do we do the daily lives from day one right through the day 91, but we also have our previous guest segments on there, some good tidbits and information. Then I also weigh in on a variety of other topics as well. So there's a lot more on that podcast than just listening to the daily lives if you are interested. Uh, In regards to the live, remember that they are not mandatory, though they give you some great insight into the program and the process. I absolutely love doing them. I can talk weight loss and answer your questions all day long. Um, So let's Let's get right into them. Uh, Today in the group, we're talking about gum. Uh, chocolate. Um, those are two pretty big things, believe it or not. Um, gum is, you know, if you're going to chew gum, you do want to be mindful of, you know, chewing it in between meals, constantly stimulating your digestive system. As soon as you put food in your mouth and you start chewing, that stimulates digestion. So you want to be mindful of that. You want to be mindful of the kind of gum that you are chewing. Um, really best if you absolutely need to chew gum is to do it like right after a meal as opposed to in between meals. Um, chocolate. I know we all love our chocolate. Um, Um, You know, cocoa is one thing. Chocolate is a whole other thing. Um, Like unsweetened cocoa. I know some of you add it to your coffees and, you know, in your your oatmeals and stuff like that. Totally fine. I'm talking about chocolate, chocolate, like chocolate bars and such. Obviously, darker chocolate is better than, you know, milk chocolate, that kind of thing. Um, Quality chocolate definitely, you know, um, is great every now and then. But on program and plan, it's more than just having the chocolate. It's the need to have the chocolate and the need to treat. We really want to get in tune with the body's actual needs over your wants. Um, So nothing is on plan or off plan. We just suggest what to do or what to avoid to maximize your efforts while you're following the program or plan. Um, So we're not saying you can't have it. I'm just suggesting to you, you might want to think about like if you can't live without chocolate, that might be an issue you need to work through. You know, like I'm all about enjoying all the yummy bites and bits that come with life. But at the same time, this need to have to have chocolate, I just, I need to have this. Because I'll work with, I'll work with clients and they'll say to me, can I just, you know, can I just add a little square of dark chocolate? I'm sure, no problem. You can totally add it. Get yourself some good chocolate, add in a little square, perfect. And then what happens is they end up adding it in every single day at like three o'clock, right? Through that three, four o'clock time, that's where your body's, you know, wired to take 
it's kind of like it naturally takes a dip in energy. Um, what your body's really looking for is a nap, but you know, that's why we have the nuts and seeds in there in there to stimulate your digestive system. So then it goes from like this little, can I just have a little dark piece of chocolate to every single day? And then I'll, and then they'll say, well, I really come to look forward to it. Like all day long, I look forward to that piece of chocolate. That ain't no way to live. That is not any way to live where you're living your life for one little square piece of chocolate all day, every single day. Like you want to wake up, you want to feel amazing. Sure, you want to enjoy your foods, but you know, if you're sad because you can't have chocolate, that's kind of problematic. You know, food is there to, to give us life, to, you know, add nutritional value. And yes, this is where it gets tricky. This is where it gets tricky. And this is why it's so important to work through issues like this. Cause you'd be like, Gina, I got to be able to live my life. Absolutely. But what's going to happen and what you need to happen is at the end of this program, after you lose your weight physically in a healthy way, you want to be really calm with foods, not controlled by foods. If you want to have chocolates, cause you're making a choice to have that chocolate, not because you're sitting there and you're like, Oh my God, cause should I have the chocolate? Not have the chocolate. They want that chocolate, but I shouldn't have the chocolate. Just eat the freaking chocolate. I have chocolate all the time, but in allowing myself to have it all the time, I don't want it all the time. And when I do want it, I'll go grab it. This morning I had these chocolate little things on my counter. You know, when you buy shit ton of groceries and they give you like these, these bonus things that free shit. Um, so there's this pack and it had a bunch of snacks in it and it was on the counter. The kids must've been eating last night. I had a couple pieces of chocolate this morning. Did I think anything about it? No. Is it maybe a little weird to meat and chocolate? Probably, but it was sitting on the counter and I had some red wine last night and I'm like, I'm going to have some chocolate today. Didn't even give a thought to it. And that's where I want you to get to. But if you're constantly feeding in the need to treat rather than being in tune with your body's actual needs, rather than your wants, you know what I mean? You're not going to get there. And that's a big part of it. So it's not about have the chocolate, don't have the chocolate. The reason why I'm suggesting that you don't add in the chocolate is because you don't need it. You don't need it. And you want to lose your weight, be in tune to your body's needs without feeding into things that you want over actual things that you need. Who knew there was so much to talk about chocolate, right? Anyway, uh, read over that post, watch the video. We're also talking exercise. Um, I know so many of you have questions about exercise. You absolutely can exercise. It's a massive major compliment to the program, but you also don't need to exercise. Um, some things to keep in mind while you are exercising and following this program and plan. Um, so be sure to check that out. And then of course we're talking breads, pastas, and crackers. So some people do the program and they eat bread the entire time. They eat bread. They have pizza night on, fr on Friday nights with their family. Um, you know, we'll get lots of questions about pizza. Can I have cauliflower pizza, this pizza, that pizza? If you really love pizza, just have the pizza. You know what I mean? Just have a piece of pizza and also have it with some leafy greens and maybe some veggies rather than having three slices of pizza, have one slice of pizza and load it up with veg and leafy greens on the side, right? like easy peasy done. So some people eat breads and pasta the entire time. And then some people choose to take them out altogether. Um, we're just all about what's going to maximize your effort. So if you're adding in breads and pastas and you're adding in chocolate and you're adding in this and you're doing that, and you're doing whatever, you know, and the scale's not moving for you. This is where you might want to start thinking, okay, maybe I should maximize my efforts a little bit more, you know, like start taking out that chocolate, start taking out the bread, you know, all this is all about losing weight as much as we can in the time frame that we have in the healthiest of ways where once you've lost your weight and you've put time into maintenance, you'll be able to enjoy all those foods again. So when we're asking you to minimize your bread and pasta, what's going on? Why are you looking at me like I'm that? I'm if your comments are coming. Are they, oh, I'm not checking. Oh, let me see. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they're good. They're good. They're here. <laughs> anyway, nothing is for the rest of your life. This is not a punishment. That's really important to understand. This program and process is not a punishment. It's an, a really awesome, super effective way to lose your weight in the healthiest ways where you can also work through all this stuff mentally, issues and associations and habits and all that stuff to get to a place where you can enjoy your life and never have to worry about losing weight again or never do weird shit in order to maintain it. That's the whole goal. That's the whole goal around here. So keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. All right, let's get into your questions. Good morning. Back in it to win it. Hi, Haley. Lost 30 pounds in the winter group. Gained back 10 in between. I'm already down 4.4. So happy to be back on the Libby train. It's a vibe. Okay, so let's talk about this because our whole thing is maintenance. We're all about, yes, lose it in a healthy way, all that, yeah, 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 but we want you to maintain it. That's the difference between other pro programs and diets and ours. Yes, let's lose it first in the healthiest ways, but then we have a massive major focus on maintenance. We want you to lose it in a way that's going to be easy to maintain. Hence, not just the, the, the physical part, but also the
fundamental part. So the, the scale is going to fluctuate and we're coming off the summer. So our last group was in the spring. Um, people navigated through the summer. The, the only way you gain weight back is by not putting time into maintenance, right? Not putting time into maintenance or situational change. Um, you know, like you've lost your weight, uh, while you're at home, for example, right? And then you go to, now you're going back into the workplace. Say during the pandemic, you were home, you lost your weight. Now you're going into the workplace. So now your, your routine is changing. Your stress levels are changing. Your body's needs are changing and you're not adapting and adjusting to that. Right. But a lot of times what happens is just natural fluctuations on the scale. And we're just coming off the summertime. And a lot of you are perceiving that you've gained all this weight, but then you're losing it super fast. Right. So chances are you didn't actually gain that much weight. You're probably because of the heat and just, you know, salty foods and things and all of that, just live in your normal life. It's normal for your weight to be about five pounds up from your lowest low, because when you were looking for your lowest low, you're maximizing, doing all the things, trying to see that lowest low, right? Like that's not the end game here. So chances are your weight actually isn't up as much as you thought it was. And then now that you're kind of cleaning it up for lack of a better word, you know, and, and focusing back down on seeing your lowest low. So I wouldn't be surprised if you, if you, if you're back down that 10 pounds sooner rather than later. So I love that. Um, we do talk a lot about maintenance at the end of the program. I know so many of you are already nervous and you haven't even lost it yet. Um, if you do have the book, we do, you know, we do have the maintenance information in the back, um, also in the app as well, but please do not worry about maintenance until the end of the program. Your goal right now is to keep showing up over the next few months and to be here at the end. Cause we're going to break it all down for you. Um, a lot of members are back. Let's talk about fresh eyes. Let's talk about fresh eyes. So first time you do the program can be a real physical experience. Second time around tends to be a lot more mental. Third time kind of like a, you know, a meld and mesh of both. And then, you know, moving forward, just kind of being consistent until like you follow through and finish and reach those goals. Right. So, uh, we're going to be talking fresh eyes. Fresh eyes is what we talk about in, refer in you know, referring to the program with fresh eyes, like pretend like you've never done it before. You you, it's your advantage because you have done it before. So you have a lot of insight from the first time around, but treat your body like you haven't done it before. Allow this new body that you're bringing to the table to experience the program. So don't assume you're going to have the same experience program wise and effectiveness wise it's going to work just as well. It's going to be just as great for you this time as it was last time, but it might look and feel a little different. And you really want to be open to that because things your body focused on the first time around doesn't need to focus on anymore, right? So chances are it's going to be focusing on other things and even men Mentally, the things we focus on first time around are going to change and be different second, third, fourth, fifth time around, right? So keep that in mind. That post is coming for you. Uh, hi, Robin. Got a flat tire last night. I'm back on the road to Disneyland. Thanks for the inspiration. Ah, I love this. So we talked about this the other day. We use a couple analogies around here. One, we're, we're all on that road to finally and forever, right? We're all getting in our cars, packing our families up or whatever. We're, we're in the car and we're driving to Disneyland and there are going to be roadblocks and detours and you got a flat tire. And we were talking the other day how just because you get a flat tire doesn't mean you fit, you turn around, you go back home and you start again. And that's a real diet mentality. Unless I'm perfect, I have to like start fresh and start again. We all love that fresh mindset, but the reality is it's not, it's, 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 it's not starting again. It's all just one big ass continuation, right? So this is why if ever you have, you find yourself indulging last night, right back at it today. Like the worst thing you can do when you indulge is like, starve and deprive yourself the next day. You may think and feel that's getting you ahead. It's actually not. It's understimulating your digestive system. It's sending the message to the body that it actually needs the fat. So it's just, it's having the opposite effect. So the best thing to do, if ever you, you know, have a day where you're indulging, not following the plan, you know, um, end up eating a few chocolate bars and 10 bags of chips is just get right back at it. Uh, honestly is the fix. Um, there's a rhyme and a reason to that food plan. It's very stimulating of the digestive system. It's not normal to eat so many times a day. Um, it's not the normal way of eating, but we're trying to, um, we're trying to accomplish a goal and you'll find it all really starts to make sense. At the end of the program, you're not going to be eating so often with this program and process, but it's very stimulating of the digestive system. Um, so the best thing to do whenever you go off plan is to just pick up exactly where you left off and keep it moving. Um, you know, if, if you have a indulgent lunch, you have pizza and burgers and fries and all that stuff today, then you definitely want to still get those afternoon snacks in and then still finish your day off with dinner, right? You don't want to skip meals or snacks because you overindulge or anything like that. Your body only takes what it needs at the time. So you can't, even if you had a big lunch, it's not going to last you longer. So you're still going to want
want to get those snacks in. Um, so I love this. That's, that's how you navigate. You're, you're going to have days where you're not perfect. You're going to have days where you're going to be indulging and it's all part of the process. And believe it or not, what you're going to learn from those days uh, when you indulge, especially as we get rolling, there's so much to learn from that. What you're going to learn is that by indulging and having a big meal, yes, maybe the next day your weight will go up, but it comes right back down because your body's not looking to store fat. It's not looking to make you fat and you're not going to get fat from just from eating healthy foods or even indulging every now and then. It's not what you eat yesterday that caught, you know, that's, that's going to cause your, you to actually gain real weight. It can cause the weight to fluctuate for a variety of different reasons. Salty food, hard to digest food, like salty food can have your weight up two pounds easily. Um, have a steak, which is, which is hard to digest, but not a reason you don't want to eat it. Your weight will be up a pound. Have a couple glasses of wine and don't drink enough water that day. Weight up. So you could like wake up the next day and be up five pounds uh, just because of a combination of things. You could have gone to the gym last night and you worked out and your body sore today. So now your weight is up, right? So we actually do have a post called why is my weight is up and all the different ways why your weight is up is up. And because we're really hyper-focused on the scale and we're weighing ourselves every day, you're going to pick up on all those fluctuations. So you're going to get a great understanding how the foods you are consuming are affecting your body and then also affecting your mind like pay attention where you're consuming foods what's happening mentally as well a lot of us have a real negative dialogue wired in here and a lot of that's just based on habit and a lot of you are like professional dieters I know because I've been the same thing you've been dieting for like 20 years you've done all the diets you're constantly in a state of trying to lose weight you know waking up when am I going to eat not eat why did I eat this oh my god I feel like that you know just constant so we really want to kind of calm that down and eventually have that dialogue just go away completely right so so what you'll realize in indulging sometimes is that it's no big deal like indulging hasn't stopped you from reaching your goal and getting to Disneyland indulging is like you you got you're in your car you're driving you decide to take a pit stop pull off the road yeah you had the thing you get back on the road and you keep driving so that's kind of how it is which I really love that analogy right so so you're in the car you're driving maybe you're going away this weekend and you know you know you're going to indulge it's your best friend's wedding and have a great time you don't want to worry about what you're eating not eating that kind of thing now we do advise it's a great idea to be mindful of what you're eating because we want you to feel good but if you just want to like not follow it all you're in your car you're driving right you decide to lay over spend a night in a hotel right and the weekend maybe you spend the weekend sightseeing whatever then you get back on Monday get back on the road from exactly where you picked up just keep it moving forward you know just keep it moving forward just because you know you were driving and you decide to go sightseeing you don't drive back home and start again to get to your destination so just a matter of getting back on the road and keep things moving you will have roadblocks detours flat tires some of you will you know get fender benders you know what I mean it's going to happen everybody's journey is a little different but as long as you stay on the road you will get to your destination and that is what this is all about I also love the how analogy this is a good one too same thing um, I talked about this the other day when you sign up we give you a plot of land each week we're giving you the tools that you need to show up and start building your house so every day you're working on building your house right you're you want to build this house this house you got to live in at the end of the day at you know the end of this process so you're showing up every day so say it's a Friday you're going away for the weekend you can't show up and build your house so you go have fun right? You come back on Monday, you organize your tools, get right back at building your house. What you don't do is spend all week building your house. You step away for the weekend, come back Monday and knock it all down again, right? That doesn't make any sense, but this is what we do with diets all the time. The start again, Monday, start again, Monday, start again, Monday. So there's nothing to start again. The best way to navigate this process is take a day by day by day approach and keep it moving forward. You don't got to go back and repeat days. You don't have to start again because it's all about how the little things that you're doing are adding up and adding up and adding up and adding up. And the choices that you're making are, are leading to new habits that you're creating and creating. And it's all about how often you do those things, not how well you actually do them. That's the thing about habits. Not how well you do it and execute it. It's how often you do it. And that's what creates those good habits. And the next thing you, you know, every single day, you're pulling all the things together. You're just showing up. You're doing what you need to do. And right before your eyes, your body is literally transforming. And you'll be able to, you know, see and feel your results. Plus experience all sorts of non-scale victory. So it's really progress over perfection around here. And that is really what we mean about it. So how quickly you lose in the beginning, zero indication of you being successful. It's showing up every day, doing the best you can. Some days you're going to crush it. Some days eating chips for breakfast. And it's about being here at the end of the process. So we got a long three months to go. We got a lot of time to lose a lot of weight around here for sure. All right, let's get back to these questions. 
So I love that flat tire. Hi, Karen. Good morning. I would like to know if I can put cinnamon on my apple as my first snack. I have lost a couple of pounds. So excited. Okay. So again, some what, what we want to do around here is to be able to support the people who are excited about the scale moving and all those non-scale victories and also support the people who are frustrated that it's not moving. So, you know, sometimes people will say it's so hard for me to be in here and see people losing weight and I'm not. Well, you should get excited because it's working for them. It's going to work for you too, but everyone's journey is going to look and feel a little different. Some people are going to start losing right away. Some people won't lose for weeks and that's zero indication of how successful you'll be or how much weight you'll have lost. So just keep that in mind, but I love that. It is normal for the scale to start moving right away. The, the program is designed to work. It's really super effective. Your mind will be blown on how effective it is. The body doesn't mess around. That's the thing. The body doesn't him and haw. If you do this, body responds like that. So a lot of you are already seeing and feeling that scale move. So the fruit snack is very important that it is on your own. The more consistent you can be um, with following the food plan obviously the better um, everything has been nitpicked over everything is for a rhyme and reason for sure that will start to make sense as we go um, so what we want is that fruit snack on its own any kind of fruit you can mix and match your fruits you can be obviously whole fresh fruit is great you can do canned fruit frozen fruit um, even applesauce if you're in a pinch you know I'd rather you chew it right like what you're going to get from an apple that you're chewing with your skin on is much more beneficial than applesauce for example um, but in a pinch that totally works um, but can you put cinnamon on it yes you can we don't want you adding like a protein or a fat or anything like that to it I don't want you adding chocolate syrup to your fruit or anything like that but some, there, some spices are really great for digestion and cinnamon is one of them so if you want to throw some cinnamon on some apple slices you could totally do that totally do that totally do that hi Lorna so impressed down four pounds I've been intermittent fasting for two years no results I swear my body just learned to store fat absolutely um, we get a lot of questions about intermittent fasting around here um, you know anytime you're for going long periods of time and forcing your body and giving it no choice but to dip into your emergency fat reserves it's going to reinforce the need to store fat so intermittent fasting does have its benefits I'll get asked about it a lot um, it was never really designed as a weight loss protocol um, so it doesn't really work great for weight loss it does work great for other you know for does have its benefits and and its merits um, but it sucks for weight loss um, what we do here and this is why people are like oh is it intermittent fasting what I suggest is that you don't eat after dinner and so people think this is fasting no this is just like how we should live so think back in the day our bodies still function on a very primitive level back in the day when we didn't have electricity to stay up and all those things and TV to stimulate us and phones to stay on and all that we would have gone to bed like when you go to the cottage you go to a cottage you know it doesn't have a TV and you're like tired at 8 o'clock you're like oh my god why am I so tired right because fresh air all day and the fact like it's it's dark outside and so and you're not being stimulated by all these things so as soon as it gets dark outside your body starts producing this chemical called Called melatonin and um, when it gets dark outside or also you know can depend on when that first light hits you in the morning and then usually 12 hours after that if you really want to get particular about it but your body pumps this chemical called melatonin through your system you might have heard it can be a sleep aid and such um, naturally pumps melatonin through your system and it sends a message to your body because everything everything your body does is based on chemical reactions um, and it sends a message to your body that says hey it's time to shut her down time to shut her down time to wind down and sleep is so important sleep is important to your physical body it's important to your brain your mental state all of it your body when you sleep repairs and rebuilds and regenerates and rejuvenates and processes and does all these amazing things so you want to get the best sleep possible because you are in the pursuit of change and there's a lot of hard work ahead of your body to do and it needs to do that work when you are sleeping so as soon as it gets dark your body pumps that melatonin through your system sends the message let's shut her down well what does what does eating food do eating food stimulates your digestive system and digestion is one of the hardest things that our body does that's one of the reasons why we're making you eat so often in the beginning um, so when you're winding yourself down for bed if you then go and eat something you are sending the message to your body that hey I'm actually not going to bed I'm going to do something active which is why I'm eating because say it's eight o'clock at night or nine o'clock at night um, and you, you know, you, you go to eat something. Well, I'm and say you're hungry and it's nine o'clock at night. And well, first of all, you shouldn't be hungry if you're eating 
you know, throughout the day. Shouldn't actually have a physical need for food. Sometimes we're still hungry. Some of you guys are experiencing hunger because you're used to eating at night. And that's going to take, that's just a habit that you've created. It's just an expectation of your body. Residual craving is what I call it. So you don't actually need all that food. You're just used to consuming all that food. And also being hungry um, can be a sign of heading into detox and that scale about to move. But anyway, back to it's nine o'clock at night. I'm going to have something to eat, right? And I eat it and I'm like, oh yeah, okay. I felt so much better. I ate something. You don't actually feel better in the sense that you gave your body like energy because that food is zero use to you until it processes and digests through your system and then it's stored as energy. So we are not actually eating food and getting energy. Our body is using energy from the glycogen stores or food that it's previous broken down. All we're doing by eating is replenishing those those stores. So if I eat something at nine o'clock at night because I'm hungry, it's not really doing anything for me until it gets processed and digested through my system, which can be like, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night. And by then I'm in bed at 11. So why did I need to eat something at nine o'clock that's not going to break down till 11, 12 o'clock when I'm in bed at 10 o'clock? Do you see what I'm saying? And then what's happened is that I'm trying to get to sleep while I just send this message message to my body that I'm eating because I'm going to be active a couple hours for now, right? Otherwise, why would you eat that? Do you see what I'm saying? So eating late at night really stimulates that digestive system. And then you're going to bed but your body's like doing major work trying to process and digest your food. And when your body has to process and digest your food, guess what it can't do? It can't repair, can't rebuild, can't regenerate, can't rejuvenate, and you don't get that same deep and REM sleep. Sooner rather than later, we're going to have so many people talking about, oh my goodness, I'm getting like the best sleep. I'm getting so much sleep. I'm sleeping so much better. Yes, when you're in detox, sometimes you can wake up in the middle of the night to have to go to the bathroom and such. But for the most part, you should notice a, a massive improvement in your sleep, especially if you are used to eating at night. So that's the first part. That's why we don't suggest eating after dinner. You want to eat as close to after dark as possible. If you, so Some of you I know, you, you don't get home till 7.38. It's the only time you can eat. That's, that's fine. Maybe what you might want to do is like see if you can eat, you know, before or to take your you know meal to, to work. I don't know what you can do. Um, it's not the end of the world if you got to come home and eat you know at, at seven or eight or whatever. Do your best to try to eat as early as possible when you can. And then the other side of that is breakfast where you don't, you don't, when you wake up again, so you ate all day today, for example, right? And then I'm going to bed and then I'm waking up. So I don't really need to eat. I don't need to eat to give myself energy for my day because I'm already full of energy from the day before. See what I'm saying? So this is sort of like if I, if I, if I come home, say I had a, 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 gas thing at say I have an electric car or a gas tank at home I, so I come home I park my car in the driveway I fill it up with gas okay like I came home from work I ate dinner I filled myself up with gas I came home from work I filled my car up with gas so then I go to bed and then I wake up the next day I don't need to jam more gas in my car because my gas tank's already full so when you wake up you're already full of energy so you don't need to eat to give yourself energy now it is a benefit especially when eating high protein because as soon as you put that food in your mouth and start chewing it's it's your it sends a message to that your body that you're awake it's very stimulating and then your body kind of flips on and away you go you can also do that by waking up and you know exercising you can also do that by waking up and getting outside with some natural sunlight on your skin there's there's other ways to do that as well which is why you actually have the option of skipping breakfast so starting your day higher protein actually gets your body working harder from the get-go and can be a benefit so this is where you don't need carbohydrates if you want to add some fruits or veggies to your breakfast great but this is why adding a bagel you know and having that for breakfast doesn't really make sense because your glycogen stores are already full from the day before and so this is also why that fruit snack is in there so you know if you get up and you skip breakfast that means that you're draining your energy reserve which is fine and this is why you want to replenish it as quick as possible right um, or if you start your day high in protein you're turning that body on and as you go out through the morning you're draining that energy reserve and then we want that fruit in there to replenish that back up and then then the diet's pretty balanced as you go throughout the day again refer to the food plan video if you have haven't seen it you definitely want to watch the food plan video to understand um, the rhyme and reason behind what we're doing so some people perceive that as intermittent fasting don't eat after dinner and you can skip your breakfast to morning snack it's not intermittent fasting it's just the way or how our bodies naturally function pump and melatonin at night no need to eat at night you've eaten enough throughout your day um, your body doesn't want to eat at night your body wants to shut down and you know work on all the things that it needs to work on and then when you wake up in the morning breakfast is not the most important meal of the day even though you've been taught that so what you eat for breakfast is not what you're using for energy the next few hours later because what you eat for breakfast
breakfast isn't going to break down into use and be stored to, into use, usable energy until later. See what I'm saying? So a lot, a lot of people will say, well, it's like intermittent fasting. No, it's not. And then the, the, the issue is that people then will, when they do intermittent fast, is that they won't start, they won't eat anything until 12 o'clock, right? And that's really problematic because then you're, you're waking up, you're going about your day, and then guess where your body's getting your energy reserves from? Like it's going to blow through your glycogen stores and then what? And then it's going to dip into your fat reserves. And if you continually make your body use your fat, what message are you sending? That it needs the fat. This is why it's not as simple as calories in versus calories out. How many of you were hardly eating anything and you're exercising, you're going to spin class, you're going to Pilates class, you're living off a coffee in the morning and a salad at lunch, that's it. Like calorie-wise, you're barely eating anything. And not only can you, are, can, um, are you not losing weight, you're actually gaining weight. In fact, this is like if you've ever heard my story, and I know you guys are asking questions. Um, if you ever heard my story, this is sort of how I got into this, is that I, you know, I was a personal trainer from a very young age. In high school, I taught aerobics classes. When I went to university, um, I was teaching like three classes a day working at a gym and um, my weight just kept going up and up and up and I I what I had taught was taught at the time you eat less and you exercise more and of course I was at university I was high stress pulling all-nighters not getting sleep all that kind of stuff and I go to the gym in the morning and I'd work the seven till three shift and I would go and I would have a coffee and sometimes I'd have a muffin and that would be it. And then I would teach like two or three classes till three o'clock, eat nothing, like eat nothing, have a coffee and maybe a muffin, eat nothing, get home, um, you know, maybe make myself, you know, a pack of Mr. Noodles or whatever, or continue to eat nothing, um, maybe get a slice of pizza with my friends, but you want to, you want to chalk up calories, hardly eating any calories any day. So, and then exercising, my face off and my weight just kept going up and up and up and up and up to the point that I went to my doctor and I said there's got to be something wrong with me like I just keep gaining weight and he's like well you know you're probably eating too much and I'm like how can I be eating too much I'm literally eating a muffin a day and you know maybe a salad maybe you know Mr. Noodles like that's it like I'm barely eating I don't have to do the math to know that that's not enough calories to sustain anybody and I'm exercising two three and this was hardcore leg warmers, aerobic shoes, thong up your butts, like 20 minute workout, but for an hour, like work your freaking ass off. If you didn't feel like puking after my class, it was a shitty class. Hardcore workouts, not this baby mat rolling Pilates and yoga and shit people are doing now. I'm talking like sweat your ass off, feel like you're going to barf. Um, and it was hardcore. And, 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 and I'd be like, that can't be it. Like I'm not overeating. And he's like, well, you need, maybe you need to exercise more. And I'm like, more I'm like I teach two to three aerobics classes a day like three hours of workouts a day plus I was doing weights and working out and trying to weight train to do some bodybuilding and stuff and then he said to me well maybe you're just big boned and I'm like big boned like look at me now would you say I'm big boned it's the same bones that I have and I have now that I went to my doctor with and he said well you're just big boned and I was like big boned my bones your bones grow that much like I must have been like 20 21 years old your bones grow that much like I didn't realize your bones grow and that's that's not a thing you guys big bone is not a thing structure wise if you're a tall person then yeah then in proportion but that you big that that's not a thing um and so this is what really started to perplex me and I was like because at the time my job was to help people you know lose weight get fit and what I was telling my clients eat less exercise more was not working for me and I very quickly realized that there's more to it and then this is sort of where when I you know fast forward I'm working in the city and I'm working at a gym and I meet my ex-husband and he was a chef and I start to eat you know when you go on dates you know, and you get in a new relationship and you start eating foods. Well, the more I started to eat, the more weight I started to lose. And I'm like, what gives here? How come I'm eating more food than I ever have? And I'm actually losing weight and I lost a lot of weight really fast. It's because that whole time I was just reinforcing the fact that my body needed this fat because I gave my body no choice but to burn and utilize the fat because I wasn't giving it the nutrient value it needed, right? So there's just a lot more. So, so intermittent fasting, and this is why when I say to you, when you indulge in a meal, 
the worst thing you can do is not eat the next day. Or you know what I mean? Or if you indulge in lunch is not eat the rest of the day. And it's all about the messages that we're sending to my body. So by constantly forcing my body to use my fat reserves, I was constantly reinforcing the fact that I needed them. And my body just kept storing more and more and more. And this is why with diets, you will lose that weight, but you will gain it all back, which feels like uncontrollably plus more every single time, right? So this is why it's such bullshit when people hit me up with like every now and then I get some Yahoo on my public page is being like, what? Like you're dieting. It's so easy. Eat less, exercise more. It's like, it's really, oh wow. Oh my God. Like none of us have thought of that. You know what I mean? It's a lot more complex. That's why you'll find with everything that we're doing, every little thing that we suggest, it's a very holistic approach. Like your sleep, it's going to make a difference. And I know some of you are new moms and it's not about getting longer sleep. It's about trying to get quality sleep. So if you're a new mom, you know, you might, you, you know, not eating after dinner, you know, might make all the difference for you and getting a much deeper and REM sleep. So trying to get the best sleep we possibly can, given our situation is a benefit. If all you do is just kind of level up everything, one percent all around you know and you just keep working on that leveling up it actually makes a huge difference stress levels like some of you are like Gina I'm just stressed I'm always going to be stressed yes and we're not the goal isn't to eliminate your stress but the goal is to help better manage it so take a few I know you got time in your day to to take a few minutes and, and do some deep breathing exercises which can do a world of difference in terms of like calming down your vagus nerve and in helping with stress like you know well I don't got time to go to a gym yeah I know but you can park your car further away you can take the stairs you can be as active as you possibly can there are some things that just a little bit more active in your day than you are right now that can make a real difference right so all it's all here with the program you can't really dissect any one thing even the weeks like so if you look at the week right now where we're eating five to six times a day there's a rhyme and a reason for that that is going to change what you eat and when and what the focus on is going to change week to week to week so you can't even look at one week of this program and dissect, dissect it in its entirety because it's really about how it all works together. So if I know for a lot of you got a lot of questions about how this is going to work and it's kind of hard to describe because it's such a process and it's a process that spans three months and that's why it's so important not just to show up and base you know what's happening right now but you got to be here at the end and, and every single person and all of our returning members will tell you no matter what happens along the way it is so worth being here at the end and it'll all work out at the end. So so yeah so a lot of people will talk about intermittent fasting a lot of people will talk about keto a lot of people will talk about other diets really important that if you're here to do this program and process that you really focus on doing this program and process and not to not to try to incorporate other diets because it just won't work because this is kind of the opposite of what those diets are about so they just don't they don't fit they, they don't really fit in a sense and I also I just don't got time why are we going to talk about shitty crappy diets just don't work you know what I mean like if you're here I'm assuming like you mean you've done all the diets um you've done all the diets because they've all been around before me you know and the problem with diets is they're all based on around the same flawed model um you just made my day differentiating differentiating cocoa from chocolate yeah so uh talking about chocolate um is uh, uh on the list today we got a post about that if you want to take some time to review that if you have the book also let me remind you that the book is still available um it's got all the pdfs posts and um, if you this might scare you a lot of it is the science saturday post in the back breaking down the science which you don't have to read if you're not interested in that but it's there for people to do um we've got some recipes in there and a lot of this is on just put on repeat and it's really easy to digest and read. It's just like some of you, I like, I got, I'm a highlighter girl. Um, but the information is here. It's also in your app as well. Um, but when it comes to cocoa, you can definitely, you know, put cocoa in your drinks. You could definitely put unsweetened cocoa, uh, you know, to give your foods flavor, that kind of thing. I, with chocolate, it's a whole other beast, whole other beast. Hi, Manuel. Around four for me. I think I'm getting a handle on my water and getting back into the swing of the program, but I'm nursing and not yet two month old and I get so hangry. I know I shouldn't because I'm eating so often, but man, yeah, water, 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 water. I remember nursing and like, you know, you'd be nursing and I would just be like, someone give me water. Um, you need that water you need that water now focus on making your foods nutrient rich right it's not necessarily that you're eating enough or the amount it's all about what you are eating people can eat a lot of food but it doesn't have the nutrient value they need so really bump up those good healthy fats and the proteins just like bump those up a little bit like vegetables carbs fruits all of that is really great those are energy foods but what probably you need is more sustaining energy that's going to feed into those satiety hormones right and then remember this is a big takeaway for those of you coming back when it comes to your portions remember portions are always what they feel like never what they look like so all of our new members are just focusing on eating dissatisfaction we're going to start addressing portions week three 
three and actually messing with them week four. So for right now, if you're new to the program, just don't try to eat less. Eat as much as you need to be satisfied. But those of you returning members, get get into asking yourself those four questions. And remember, same rules apply. Your portions are all about in the moment and it's, it's about being in tune to them and not trying to keep them small. Because a lot of times what happens is we finish a program, we're hyper-focused, we, you know, we get our portions down to what they are. But we, you need to remember that now you've been sitting in your new body for a few months. Your metabolism is higher. Your body's working at more optimal levels. You grew a whole baby inside you. Do you know what I'm saying? You grew a whole, you grew a whole human inside you and now you're sustaining that human. So chances are your needs have increased. So if you're trying to keep your portions small based on what you were eating at the end of the program last time or before, right, coming off your weight loss, you want to be open to to eating larger portions. So make sure that you really are in tune to the amount you need in the moment and not trying to keep them small. So it's, it's not about keeping them small. It's about being in tune. So you may have done the program and then your portion, like say you did the program, you found yourself on average, you were eating two eggs in the morning and that was more than enough for you or even one egg, that's more enough for you. But now you're coming back to the program and you're eating those one or two eggs and it's just not doing it for you bump it up to three bump it up to three and add some avocado and some cheese and do you know what I mean like or have have some yogurt on the side with it or something like don't be afraid to make your meals like more substantial nutrient wise and also be open to needing more portion wise so just I don't know if you're doing that or not but it's something that people just tend to do they think oh my god I've got to keep my portions what I was eating before when I lost the weight when in reality you might actually need more now so just be open to those portion sizes um, needing a little bit more so if you're hangry, make sure you're drinking the water and then making sure your foods are nutrient rich and making sure you are in tune to your portions now today and not comparing to what they were, you know, a couple months ago when you were doing the program. So just some insight on that. Hi, Jennifer. I've been following the program to a T since Monday. Yesterday felt awful, lightheaded, um, zero energy, no appetite. I did all the meals and snacks though. Just wondering if this is detox. Yeah. So detox is one of those things that we don't want to blow off. Like it's, I don't know about you, but my kids went back to school. They're all snotty coffee. We've done the COVID test. They don't have COVID. They just have that back to school, germy, whatever they come back with. Right. So also for me this week, you know, my, my throat's a little scratchy. I, you know, I've been, you know, my stress levels are a little higher, good stress, love it all, but you know, more stressy. So you will encounter like natural, like health issues that you would have in general. So we never, ever, ever want to blow off detox symptoms, but that does sound typical. Some people have more hardcore symptoms than others. Nothing should cause you pain. Nothing should cause you to feel like you're going to pass out or nothing extreme. Um, but, and you know, if you're the kind of person that got headaches before then, you know, headaches. So lightheadedness, uh, would not be from obviously not eating enough food. So, but, but what can happen is, you know, your body is detoxing those toxins are, you know, you know, being released from your body, um, you know, that, that it can cause kind of a morning sickness kind of thing, um, body making change, um, but nothing should be extreme. Um, not having energy, no appetite that, that can be a thing where, you know, that's where you're not hungry. You're not thirsty. That can be a thing. So it, if, if it is detox, the scale should also move. So if you continue to feel like this, you should expect to see that scale tomorrow, uh, move tomorrow. If it's not moving and you're feeling these symptoms, chances are you've got a flu, you've got a virus, you've got a cold, you just run down, you're stressed, those kinds of things. So that's where you kind of have to like, you know what I mean? We could say it sounds like detox, but I would never want to blow it off detox because detox should go hand in hand with actually seeing, seeing and feeling, seeing that scale move. Um, boop, boop, boop. I had an amazing prep week. Hi, Marilyn. So excited to get on this journey each day. I love that. I love the energy. Scale jumped up to 1.5 uh, this morning, waiting for that drop that follows the weekend. Yeah, this is the beauty of being new and kind of reading the comments um, as well as just listening to the conversation. I know you can't do that if you're listening on a podcast, but that's why I'm reading some of them out, you know, as they give you great insight to what's normal, what's not. Hi, Nikki. It was my birthday yesterday. I ate the cake. I'm moving on. I love that. We are all all about setting yourself up for success absolutely you know creating an environment that supports the changes that you want to make but you know we also want to live our lives as well like I don't want anybody like if you if you have kids at your house you should be able to have the the ho-hos and the twinkies they still have ho-hos I don't even know do they have ho-hos still they probably changed the na- name of ho-hos but <laughs> dating myself ho-hos and twinkies and full moons um i don't know if we still have that or not but um you know should be able to keep those in your house uh chips in your house all the stuff in your house i'm not a clear everything out of your house kind of person i'm like you want to be able to live in a house and have these things my goal for you is to be able to sit in a room full of all your favorite foods and for you to be like meh whatever unless you actually want it you're like i'm gonna eat it do you know what i mean um so i i'm i i I don't want people to not go out people be like oh you know i'm not going out this weekend i want to stay on plan no, 
no, go out. Like learn what you need to learn. We want you to be able to be, food is such a big part of our lives. We use it to, you know, to, to bond, break bread with people. We use it to show love. We use it to celebrate. We use it for so many things. So while you're doing this program, you really want to make positive associations to your choices. You know, we don't want you to be stressed every time Thanksgiving comes around, right? Like, you know, like you should have the cake on your birthday. If you want it, if you don't want it, great, but you should be able to eat the cake on your birthday. Now, maybe you'll get served a piece of cake and you you'll only eat half of it or a few bites you know what I mean but um, we want to have the cake on our birthday we want to have the stuffing and mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving we want to be able to celebrate with people and that's where the concept of comfort food comes from and your association with it a lot of times when we're around family and loved ones and we're talking and we're eating we're not paying attention to our satisfaction level so we tend to overeat and then when we overeat we get these kind of euphoric highs when your insulin goes up it gives you like this little ah oh you know what I mean like after Christmas dinner everyone's so full and they lie on the couches they have naps and half hour later everyone's hungry again eating buns and turkey um but this is where we get those euphoric feelings when we're drinking and eating and around family and we associate that with like love and good feelings and comfort and that's why a lot of times we crave those things not just out of physical need because we're gonna have a post on cravings cravings are just messages from your body and so part of that is like if you crave sugar chances are you need more water um and if you crave salt chances are you need to bump up your good fats because your body's a associating salt with high fat foods sometimes in the summertime with electrolytes with salt means actually salt um, so there's that physical craving, which if you're addressing it, that's why if you're following the program and plan, your cravings should go away. Physical cravings should go away. But we do have residual cravings that are out of habit. Um, just, you know, every Thursday night, Grey's Anatomy night, I sit down with wine and chips. You know, and if I sit down to watch Grey's Anatomy and I don't have my wine or chips, my body goes, where's my wine and chips? Because that's just the habit that I've created. You know, I love drinking my wine and eating my chips while I'm watching Grey's Anatomy. So I've associated that with positive vibes and thinking and it's a habit that I've also increased. But also the feeling of how we feel when we're around loved ones and we're having a good time and we're celebrating and all of that and we associate comforty foods with that kind of feeling as well and this is why so much more of this program it's so much more of it is like the mental part of it issues and associations that you've attached and habits um, as it is that physical part so we want you to have eat the birthday cake and we want you to enjoy the things and all the yummy bites and bits of life so we are absolutely expecting you with this process over the next few months to to be living your life and having moments where you are enjoying these things program takes that in count off days holidays vacays indulgent days but what we don't do is put in cheat days because we're not cheating we're just making a choice and that this concept of putting in a cheat day where oh today's the day I get to have all my things nah man if you want to have the thing have the thing and move it along and get back to focusing on you know making choices that help you reach your goals like that concept of a cheat just got that whole vibe to it is icky so we don't want cheat days you're not cheating on nothing the only person you're cheating on is yourself if you want to reach your goals and every day you're getting on that scale I'm like oh my god why isn't the scale moving it's never gonna happen whatever whatever whoever and then you're like then I'm gonna have a treat but then that treat is not what is that treat doing for you you have that treat in the concept of a treat we treat ourselves and then what do we immediately do oh my god why did I do that I'm horrible I'm fat I'm never gonna lose my weight oh that's a real treat eh? that's a real treat you eat something that's yummy lasts for two seconds then you berate yourself for the next few hours afterwards you get on the scale the next day and maybe it's not even up but maybe it's the same you berate yourself again oh my god I'm never gonna lose weight blah 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 oh that was a real treat right you see what I'm saying so hence the chocolate that's kind of where chocolate's not a big deal but if you eat the chocolate you rag on yourself afterwards and then you get on yourself the next day because the scale isn't moving <sighs> maybe it's best if you just forego that chocolate and if you're craving the chocolate in the first place because you're craving sugar and you feel like you need it you probably just need more water because your body associates water fruits which are sugar with water with being able to, to, to high water content foods which generally are fruits some fruits are like 99% water so when you're not giving your body the water that it needs, guess what it guess what it does? It gets you to crave foods that will get it what it needs. So then your body starts craving fruits that because your body's so fucking smart, um, and so you start craving fruits that are high water content, right? So chances are you're not you don't need chocolate, you don't even need fruit, you need water. So that's where those cravings. So if you address the cravings, then you're just kind of left with the the mental kind of stuff. The whole process is so cool and just how it all works out. This is why it's so much more complicated than calories in versus calories out, and it's one thing to lose your weight by restricting and dropping it but also 
there's a sense of sustainability physically and then also mentally, habitually, all of that, you know, so much to it. So much to it. So eat the cake. Happy birthday and eat the cake. <laughs> Kim, 100%. I find the Libby method really aligned with intuitive eating and stops the restrictive eating landing to overeating cycle. Yes. So, I, you know, obviously this is all about being in tune, being in tune to your body's needs. Because we talked about this the other day. We're all so disconnected from ourselves. And that starts at a young age. You know, when you say I'm hungry and your mom says dinner's in three hours, you can wait. So there you are hungry. You're getting a message. You're hungry. But your mom tells me, you go, your dad, you got to wait, right? So then we're, we're ignoring our body cues. When we, you know, when we eat foods that cause us digestive upset, your mom says, eat your broccoli or your dad, your parent, whoever. And you, as a, t- a toddler, it's upsetting your, tr- your stomach, but you can't articulate that. But your mom tells you it's healthy. So then you eat it anyway, right? So disconnecting to how we feel because this is healthy for us. Um, you know, eating everything on your plate, you know, because even though you're full, but your parents say you need to sit there until you eat everything so you're learning to go past ignore your satisfaction cues and go past all that right and then there's also all the mental messiness that we've acquired through dieting you know what I mean you want to get healthy lose weight starve yourself deprive yourself right so it's all of that so I'm all big on being in tune let's break it down get back to basics allow our bodies eventually tell us what to eat when to eat how much to eat that's the goal at the end of the program and be in tune to your actual needs but I do have an issue with intuitive eating and people who are promoting that I mean I've been doing this for 30 years and not that other people are aren't great at it but you know they've kind of make it seem like it, you know intuitive eating is like just think for five minutes before you eat something and how you're going to feel well man if it was that easy if it was that easy just to think for five minutes before you eat the thing come on now and that's the thing is it's not that easy during this whole process constantly showing up every single day prioritizing yourself practicing being in tune to your body's needs takes work right it's a lot easier said than done especially for a lot of you who are here because you literally prioritize everybody in front of you and everything Thing above your own needs. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You don't eat all day because you had to help Susie with this and Johnny with that. And then your kids need your help with this. And then you had to feed them and whatever and blah, 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 blah. Everybody comes first. So even just prioritizing yourself in your own life can really feel really foreign and it can feel selfish and self-indulgent. In fact, some people were told that it's selfish to prioritize yourself in your own life. Do you know what I mean? So that's really difficult. So it takes a lot of work and practice. So when it comes to portions, I don't want to talk too much about it because right now really the focus is just to eat what you need and feel satisfied. But when it comes to portions, we don't count, we don't weigh, we don't measure. We're not robots, right? We're, we're human functioning beings. And when it comes to our portions, we start that by asking for questions, asking ourselves, how's this portion for me? If I was to eat it, how am I going to feel? You know, how do I feel while eating this food? How do I know when I was done eating the food? This, you'd think that's a simple question. It's not, you know, and then paying attention to how you feel afterwards, you know, so how the foods that you are choosing affect your body that we're not even talking about food sensitivities or anything like that yet right so it's about getting in tune and you know and 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 your body can do this and I'll tell you why it's a it's kind of like if you think fruit think about the fruit right now or think about your morning coffee what goes well with thinking about your drinking your coffee what goes what goes best with coffee is it fruit or is it a muffin <sighs> right a muffin right something 
a muffin, coffee cake, you know what I mean? Fruit with your coffee? Ah, not really the greatest. This is why the lemon water is in there. So, you know, out there they might tell you lemon water is this miracle thing. It's not. It doesn't do half the things that people say lemon water does. It's great for stimulating your digestive thing, system first thing in the morning because it's sour. So the the, the lemonies will stimulate your digestive. Even just saying lemon is making my mouth water and that's stimulating your digestive system. So kind of turning things on. It's also great for cleansing your palate, right? So that you're more likely after lemon water to go for fruit than you would a muffin but you have your coffee first thing muffin city do you know what i'm saying um and it's also great just to get start hydrated and get on that water early so the, the lemon water doesn't do half the magical things that people think it does but by association or let's think about um you know i used the example the other day when we say to ourselves how is this portion for me well when you're in that buffet line right or thanksgiving coming up next few weeks and you're at, at your family your, your aunt's house or wherever you're at i used to go to my cousin's house um and you're, you're putting on the food on your plate there gets to a point where you know it's way too much but you keep putting it on anyway like that's your intuition that's your body saying yo come on that's way too much food and I know it you know it, we all know it but I'm gonna eat it anyway um you know so then you're ignoring that your body has told you it's too much but you know it, it's Thanksgiving and it's yummy and I'm gonna eat it um or alcohol this is a big one alcohol have you ever drank something and just the thought of it your body's like Mm-mm, no like you like you're puking in your mouth just at the thought of it mine is lemon gin I've I use I use this example every group it hurts my soul because I can feel it. Uh, one time in high school, I drank way too much lemon gin with 7-Up. Lemon gin and 7-Up. Just, I can't even, I even have a hard time. Tony the other day brought me a lemon ginger ale. I had a hard time drinking that because it kind of felt like lemon gin. So that's my thing. So I can't even touch it. Food poisoning. Ever had food poisoning and the th- you can never eat that food ever again? Like really, truly food poisoning. You're not, you're not touching it. Every time you see it, you're just like, uh-uh, I'm not doing it. So this is all your body. This is the messages your body. So what we're going to do is kind of just build on that enhance that get even more in tune with that and this is what it's all about intuitive eating it's not just paying attention and remembering the foods that make you sick <laughs> it's sick right it's really just being in tune with all of your choices and, it, and and the thing is it should come second nature I don't walk around and live my life asking myself the questions about the food is this too much how is this how am I going to feel I just know I've been doing it for so long but that's why you know again it, losing your weight in a way that's easy to sustain is not just like physically losing it it's being in tune with your body's needs so so when you go to a restaurant and you would want to order your favorite food you're going to enjoy it right? You're going to enjoy it with guilt-free and whatever. And chances are you're going to enjoy it to a point where you feel satisfied and then walk away from it, right? And maybe take it home in a doggy bag, right? You're going to, and I hate the word moderation. I'll never say the word moderation because I think it's, it's just such a, I never use the word control. We're not trying to control anything. We're trying to be in tune and we're not trying to eat to moderation. We're trying to satisfy our, our body's needs, right? So if you go to your restaurant and you eat the food, you're going to feel just as satisfied on the smaller portion that you did on the larger portion. So that's going to be, that's going to happen without even thinking about it. And then what's going to happen is that if you want to eat it because it's so darn yummy, you're going to make a conscious choice. I know I'm full, but man, this is so good. I'm going to eat that. And then you're going to eat it till your belly is full and you can physically feel it, but you're not going to rag on yourself that, oh my God, I'm so full. Why did I do that? You're going to be like, man, oh my God, I'm so full. I wish I had room for more, you know? And then when you go home from the restaurant, you're lying in bed and you got a big belly ache. You're not like, oh man, why did I eat that? you're like oh man that was so good you know what I mean and when you wake up the next day and you get on the scale and the scale is up and you're bloated because you can't open your eyes because it's so salty you're gonna be like wow why do I feel like this and then you're gonna laugh and you're like man wasn't that food good last night you know and you're gonna put your big girl jeans on and you know away you go and then you're just gonna add a little extra leafy greens drink a little extra water you know and get back at you know whatever the next day and you're back to normal so so this is why you know again it's it's how it's all the things you're focusing on and what you're learning along the way and this is why it's not about being perfect it's progress over perfection and using your intuition and strengthening your mind-body connection is a massive huge part of that so I love hearing that if you're combining seeds with nuts for your snack could uh, should you go my weight if you are combining seeds and nuts for your snack should you go I don't know what this means so you can have nuts or you can have seeds, or you can have nuts and seeds. Um, what we do is give you an average about 25 nuts, give or take, and a shot glass of seeds, give or take, um, because they're hard to digest. If you need less, have less. If you need more, have a bit more. Um, it's the only real kind of number thing we throw out there in terms of measurements, because I don't know about you, um, but I could eat a whole 
10 pounds of pistachios in one sitting. Um, and nuts are harder to digest and they don't break down as quickly. So they're, they're harder to gauge the actual portion sizes of them. Um, so we don't want to weigh or countermeasure. If that's what you're asking, we don't weigh countermeasure. So it's just kind of on average. Um, and then what you need. One day you might need nuts and seeds and, you know, 25 nuts and a whole shot glass of seeds. One day you might not even feel like nuts. So you just have a few nuts, um, that kind of thing. Um, so again, eat as many as you need to feel satisfied in the moment. Because we're, we, so that's the thing. When you're counting or weighing and measuring, it's it's numbers. It's out here. It's not in here. You're just going by a number. So your your portion depends on a number of something, not on how your body's processing and digesting and actually how satisfied you you feel, right? So that's the problem. So you really want to get with, I know some of you are still straight up counting, weighing and measuring. Some of you are going to continue to do that. It's going to mess you up. And then you're going to realize that you don't need to do that. So if you keep doing it, keep doing it, but you're just perpetuating craziness. Honestly, I know it's hard to have faith. And, and if you've been counting, weighing, measure your entire life, I know that's very difficult for you. We actually had a great conversation. Someone brought this up yesterday. Um, uh, so we had a great conversation about that yesterday. Um, if you want to go back into yesterday's live, if you didn't see it. Um, but no counting, no weighing, no measuring. Um, boo, 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 boo. Someone said two pounds on day two and been the same since. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the scale is not a straight line. In fact, I have this. Have you seen this? I got, I printed this out for myself, um, just for something else. Like obviously we're running out of printer ink, but, um, you're not going to lose weight every day. You're not. Some of you are not going to lose weight for the next few weeks. You're not going to lose a stinking freaking pound for the next few weeks. And am I concerned? No. Will you be concerned? Probably. And I will tell you a million times how quickly you lose in the beginning, zero indication of how successful you're going to be. Some people's bodies just need time to focus on all the bullshit it's been put through. Every time you've starved it, deprived it, neglected it, not given it what it's needs, you've broken down, didn't allow it to rest, didn't manage your stress, didn't do all those things. Now you're finally giving the body the resources it needs to make change. It's going to be so stinking happy. It's going to get to work and it's going to work very hard at repairing and rebuilding and regenerating and rejuvenating and getting to a place where it can even focus on fat loss. That's the real deal. And you want to talk about a more real deal? Some of you will be here at the end and be successful and some of you will just quit and bail because, and you'll make excuses. Oh my God, this is too much information. Well, you know, like it's all pretty easy and we're in review. Take your time, go at your own pace. Well, I can't, I don't have an hour every day to watch your lives. You don't have to watch my lives. All the information's in the book, it's in the app, it's in, again, this whole process can be done on your own timeline. You know, well, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't have time to eat all day. Well, you know, if you want to make change, you have to want to see change, you have to make change, right? Well, I'm not losing weight fast enough. Well, we told you it's some of you aren't going to lose until a few weeks i'm so frustrated i'm not losing any weight they're losing weight i'm not losing weight. you don't know anything about them the situation how much they have to lose generally when people have a lot to lose they lose they tend to lose quicker in the beginning but that doesn't mean that you can't lose you know like what's relevant to you and your process lots of you are going to quit and you're not going to make it through this program that's just the reality. Um, the program works. We have tons of before and afters. We have returning members constantly sharing their experience and how much weight they've lost on programs and plan. We're going to be highlighting members and talking to real people about real journeys. We are going to do everything we can to make this process real and tangible and to really help you understand that there's no reason why you can't lose weight. You know, everybody's journey looks a little different. We've had people do programs where they haven't lost any weight and then they come back and crush the next one because they find out they go back to their doctors and they have massive inflammation. They're dealing with this issue, that issue. You, whatever and it's just how it is like I know we all want to lose all of our weight now today but it's just not realistic and we're also into sustainable maintainable lose your weight forever so if you're coming into this process like you you like you approached every single quick fix program you've ever done you ain't gonna last all but two days and you know we're like we're like we're day five and you've lost two pounds I mean I'm just not talking specifically to you I'm generalizing you know to to be here for five days and have lost two pounds is fucking amazing any just shitty ass diet and yeah I'm using you know words right now and just deal with it because it's appropriate to the situation any shitty ass diet you'll lose one to two pounds a week where you're starving yourself for, you know forcing yourself like you know like starving and depriving yourself and you know here you are eating five six times a day nutrient-rich foods and to lose two pounds in five days is stinking freaking amazing it's amazing um, you know, so if you lose two pounds, you might not lose for another three weeks and then you'll lose five pounds, right? And then you might not lose for a couple of days and then you'll lose two more pounds. And so it's way too early right now to be even worried about what's going on the scale. I, I know you want to make it about the scale. It's not about the scale. We're not even trying to lose weight, but do not expect to lose weight every single day. So I'm holding up a graph for those of you listening to the podcast. It is normal for your weight to go up. And this is a real person's graph, by the way. I didn't just get it on paper and start writing shit down. This is a real person's graph. It's normal for your weight to go up and then go back down. 
and then to go back up again for so many reasons, including your weight of being about to drop, and then reach a new low. And then for it to go back up, and then to go back down, and to go back up. It's, it's normal for it to stay up for a long period of time, you know, before it drops back down again. That is what real weight loss looks like. And the problem is, is that you've all been duped by the diet industry to make you, make you feel like one, if you're not successful at maintaining your weight, it's your fault. No, it's not. Every weight that you've done, that you've been, every program you've done that you've been successful in losing your weight, it's not your fault that you gain it all back. Those, you were always going to gain it back. Those programs are not designed for sustainable weight loss. They're designed for weight loss. And then when you gain that weight back, guess whose fault it is? It's your yours. And we, we, we say these diets work for us. Oh, that was the best diet ever done. It worked so well for me. And that you, then you take ownership when you don't actually maintain the weight when it's not your fault. It's the diet's fault. The diet was never designed for sustainable weight loss. And that's the difference here. This diet is designed for, it's all designed for sustainable weight loss. It's going to look different. It's going to feel different. You're going to have to do things that you've never done before. Um, but what's going to happen is you're going to lose your weight in a way like you never have before. And in a way you're going to be able to move on with the rest of your life, you know, so that's real weight loss. They don't talk about this. They make you believe that if you've lost weight and your weight goes back up, that's because you've done something wrong. You know, you've gone off plan. You know, you, you have, you don't have willpower. You fucked it up, right? Or you hit a plateau. The, the diet industry makes you believe that you hit a plateau. The diet's no longer working for you, right? And that, that can't be the truth. You know, people and Weight Watchers, all of those, you know, big business uh, diets, they sit around in board, boardrooms, talk about member retention. How can we get our members to stick around longer? How can we get them to keep paying that monthly fee over and over and over? Do you think they really want to help you lose weight in a sustainable way where you lose it and never look back? No, come on. That's a shitty business model. It happens to be our business model. And the reason why is because we believe that there's more than enough people out there that we can help, that we can run a really successful business. Our goal is to help you lose your weight in a way that you can move on for the rest of your life and never look back. And it's not even our, it's not even our game plan to make you keep signing up. People just keep, they keep signing up because obviously it's super effective to reach your goals. Obviously it's super effective in terms of maintenance to just, you know, reinforce all those healthy habits and give your body time to solidify your weight. Some people keep coming back because they straight up just love our super positive, awesome, amazing community because we do have the best freaking community on the planet. I swear we do. Um, you know, but that's the difference here. And you know, if you quit and you bail, you won't stick around to find out how amazing it is and why it's different. And I get that you may not understand why, but that's the reality. So, sorry, back to you who asked about the two pounds. So that is totally normal. You're going to lose weight. Then you're going to not lose weight. Then you're going to lose weight again. The scale is going to go up. It's going to go down. It's going to go back up again. It's going to go, it's going to plateau. It's going to make you freaking crazy. It's going to look like this. So be prepared. But what is important is the downward trend. We're looking big picture, downward trend, how all those little drops add up, add up. But if you start, so there's also, you know, there's also like sabotage and a lot of you will sabotage yourselves um, because you're going to fester in your funk and you're going to like, you just want to focus on all the negative things. In fact, my scale's not moving and whatever, rather than the fact that you're feeling better and sleeping better and pooping better and all these things, you'll be so fixated on that piece of metal that you're getting every day. You're going to take yourself out of the game, right? Rather than just understanding that fluctuations are normal and not everyone is, no one is going to see a straight line down on that scale. And if you really want to lose your weight and be successful, be here at the end. And some of you are already planting seeds of doubt. This is hard. I'm frustrated. I'm this. The scale's not moving. Okay, it's day five. Do you know what I mean? And what you're doing in planting the seeds of doubt, and you have to be very careful for this, is that you are making a trail of excuses for yourself so that when you quit, you feel good about it. When you quit, you feel good about it. That's what you're doing, right? And so this happens a lot. Let's have a real conversation. I got to go. Oh my God, I'm way past my time. I got to go. It's a great conversation, but we're going to have to wait for another day. Someone give me a heads up, man. I'm just talking and talking. It is not my goal to talk for an hour. Um, we're going to keep these lives moving forward um, from a half hour to 45 minutes. Um, you know, there's a lot that we can accomplish in that time. This first week of this live is just kind of general need to know, headset, like, you know, your mind, your your mindset, sorry, and, you know, just general things. I, I hope that there's good tips bits and takeaways from these podcasts and lives all week long. Next week, we're going to get right into your questions, start blowing them through them. But this is a very important week to set you up for success. And I really wanted to get across everything that kind of encompasses what you're going to encounter over the next few months, give you tidbits for setting yourself up for success and being that right frame of mind. So I hope you enjoy, uh, join me all next week and, you know, uh, every day moving forward for the next 90, what is it? What's 91 subtract five? <laughs> However many days that we have left. It's a lot of time to lose a lot of weight. 86 days. Ah! How do we 
amazing day, everyone. We'll be back tomorrow for the 10 a.m. live. I hope to see you then. Otherwise, uh, have an amazing day. Have an amazing weekend. If I don't see you, we'll be posting the guidelines for week one on Sunday. Um, more of the same uh, food plan wise. Remember, we do have those resources. The app and the book, if you haven't picked it up yet, is available on Amazon. Have an amazing day. Bye.